Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening. Eva here with another episode of the podcast. I am here and I brought you a really, really amazing guest. Her name is Michelle O'Hare. And I decided with my podcast, I want to bring you guys the people that are doing some of the most amazing work in the world and the people that I actually work with because I want to share them because I don't work with people whose work I don't believe in. And, and people sometimes ask me, Hey, who's your mentors? Who do you work with? You know, what kind of, and, and so I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about the work that she does and bring her here to share her story and, and uh, a little bit about the modalities that she uses. So before we jump in, uh, and I want to tell you a little bit about the story about how we met. So IFS, if you're not familiar, internal family systems therapy, which you might have heard me talk about in the past, is a modality that my experience was basically just increases your awareness and ability to stay in self with capital S 10 times with a very, very short period of time while you're doing your inner, inner work. And uh, I'll let Michelle talk to this, but I have been doing IFS by myself on and off for six years because I was introduced to it by a very good um, dear friend and uh, Lexi's godfather six years ago. And then I was doing it on and off, but never actually uh, sought support. And then I realized um, in the second half of 2022 that I really needed some support because there were some reparenting of the inner child parts that I needed to do. And I manifested Michelle. I kept asking, like, can't I find a really good IFS person? And I kept going to the website and like, there's like this IFS database and you search for people. And I think at one point, like I emailed three and four of them. And do you have, do you have room on your calendar? I literally never heard back from anybody, which was just bizarre, but it just, I guess the timing just wasn't right. And then I think it was like in November, a good friend of mine from the Dr. Hawkins uh, online community um, literally just gifted me a session with Michelle. And I was like, where did this come from? This is like the best thing that has ever happened to me. Of course, like, thank you, you know? And I also kind of knew like when that happened, I also kind of knew already that I would end up working with Michelle. It was the kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I will or won't. I was just like telling her just, just so you know, it's just this one session. But I also kind of knew just in my, in my heart and in, in my soul, I was like, yeah, this is, I, I know when uh, invitations like that come to me that I need to take that seriously, especially when somebody just pays for your session. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to bring Michelle here. Michelle, welcome, 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 welcome. So lovely to have you. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. So would you mind kicking us off, kicking us off and sharing why IFS? How did you get into it? What happened? Why this particular modality? In the midst of all the bajillion modalities that everybody does, what's the, what's the difference? Uh, let's see. Um, I, I feel like IFS really, it just gets right into the teeth of things, mm -hmm. right to the teeth of the spiritual work. Mm -hmm. um, because you get to go in and like every single like uh, resistance you're feeling or um, sensation, any kind of pain or anything, you can go right to that and start mm -hmm. asking it you know, what does it need? 
from you, you know, because a lot of things are just kind of like knocking on a door saying, hey, mm-hmm. I need your mm-hmm. attention. So um, when you can go straight <laughs> <Yes>. to that, <laughs> when you can go straight to that and then uh, see what it's protecting, which is, you know, the trauma, the childhood mm-hmm. trauma, and you can go in there and, uh, you know, actually, you know, reparent it like you were talking about earlier and go reparent it and give that child what it did not have, you know, from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And then just start to see your shit, your system just like start to shift and start to kind of like relax and um, just take like this really big exhale, like all through yourself and you start to live your life with more like choice rather than I'm coming from a part and I'm ruled by this part, like all the time you get to have Mm -hmm. a choice because you know, when you're feeling a certain sensation, oh, okay, that's that part that's coming up now. And you go, okay, well, I really, no, thank you. You know, so there's more choice, more space, more freedom. Guys, this is, oh my gosh, the way you just describe it, that is exactly it. And to me, why this work is so important for entrepreneurs and in my business, I'm getting into a lot of identity work Mm. with my clients and my free events. And what are the archetypes that we take on as business owners to be effective? And more times than not, there is an archetype running a show run by a part mm-hmm. and then we get into either like there's just so many different examples we could go into like you have seen my parts just the last session was like 15 different things that <laughs> want to analyze and overthink and perfect and all these things right mm-hmm. and this is there's so much there's majority of entrepreneurs that I've worked with get stuck in some kind of heady analysis overthinking perfecting And then they kind of shove it, shove all these parts, suppress them, and they go into the identities of like, just, I just got to do it. I just got to do what I got (laughs) to do because I'm out of money. So they turn on this, like there's this other part that comes in and just like shuts off all the other things. And Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, it's a mess. (laughs) And it's like, like you said, we're not actually, we don't actually have a choice about this. There's no intentionality. There is no observing. It's like, oh, this is, I guess this is who I am. No, you're blending with a part. And there is a way out. There is a way of observing and making friends with a part. So, yeah, (laughs) I guess we should just probably explain IFS and how that works a little bit if you're game for that. Yeah, that sounds good. Go for it. So you mean like... um just maybe go through how a session would look like or yeah just uh, the technology of it okay all right so basically we're diving into um the psyche so all the different parts of the personality and Mm -hmm. you know because kind of like with uh Jungian work that would be like you know like you were saying the uh, archetypes or the different masks and stuff that we put on for different occasions and mm. uh, different situations and, su- and such. So you go in and there's different parts. There's like, uh, they're divided into uh, like protectors mm-hmm. are the first ones that you'll um, encounter when you go mm-hmm. into a session. And so uh, the protectors are the ones that are trying to help to one, suppress the, and protect the, uh, childhood trauma and keep Mm -hmm. it down and keep it out. I mean, away, they call them Mm -hmm. exiles. 
Mm -hmm. And, um, and also it's like trying to get you not to make the same mistakes again for that childhood trauma to occur, which (laughs) these, which these parts, uh, started doing this like at childhood ages. So it's not really logical. And if you've noticed it kind of making your life a mess. So, Mm -hmm. but they're just their intention and the way we look at it is, is they're, they're trying to be helpful, Mm -hmm. even if that's not the result, that is the intention. Mm-hmm. So with, with any kind of spiritual work, what really needs to happen for healing is for us to have a shift in perspective. So it's mm-hmm. like shifting from that, you know, what, what we all could really feel comfortable in is that victim mode. We have mm-hmm. to switch our perspective over here to going forward with maybe a little understanding, mm-hmm. maybe like hearing and, and, and getting why did these beha- behavior patterns start? Um, Mm -hmm. what was going on, you know, and just kind of seeing the situation more from um, like a pulled back point of view, rather than I'm experiencing it, and I'm in it, and this is what I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to add anything? Yeah, yeah, I think um, the, the, the clear distinction is that it's not a heady analysis of like, what happened in my childhood? You know, it's, right. it's none of that. It's not like a, a talk therapy thing where we're just going to look at it and analyze. It's actually an experiential thing mm. where yes. you, where you are sitting with the parts, you're sitting with the energy of it and I'm blending from it and creating space between you and this energy. Mm. And I think that's really, really powerful. And oftentimes like what I've seen, like these things that I thought were me, right? This is how we get to true self is like literally just like, nope, not this, not this, not this, not this. And these, these parts that I thought were me, once I actually meet them, I think it is about meeting these parts and, and mm. feel free to disagree or have add your own thing. But once we meet this energy and we can just sort of have a conversation, see it a little bit unblend, oftentimes then you start diving deeper and deeper and deeper and Oftentimes you get to this eye of the needle on the bottom, which is usually in the realm of shame or guilt or something really low in the frequency. Right. And once you walk yourself through the oops, like my whole life is <laughs> like basically been living in unreality driven by this shame or this embarrassment, like example for entrepreneurs, the biggest fear, I think for many people is like one of my mentors calls the pie in the face. Because in childhood, something happened and you raised your hand and said the wrong thing and everybody laughed. It was like, uh-huh, you know, this is like, it's just like, just this, like, you thought that you were just really like, you had it right. And you, yeah. and you were so convinced in yourself. And there's like, ha, 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 you know, and that <laughs> just is, and it's so like, we're so afraid of being wrong or like teaching the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing or finding that what we were wrong. And it's like, that's always going to happen. That is right. always going to happen as we grow. There's always going to be that. But these, these parts that we have, you know, this, it's, it's so funny. They call it exile because it's actually a part that was exiled, right? There's yeah. this like pie in the face, like, and we just, try to avoid this pie in the face our whole life as yeah. entrepreneurs Absolutely. and we don't know it we're like oh I guess this is out of alignment for me like this is like the biggest <laughs> thing that people say like to me like I guess 
I guess marketing is out of alignment. No, you just don't want pie in a face and you don't want to look like a failure. You don't want the embarrassment. You don't want to experience this. And you're so afraid what people are going to think when they see you failing publicly. All right. So right. it's this, uh, it's literally like we can talk about this intellectually. It will make zero difference until you sit on a call with Michelle and you're actually talking to the part and you, you have this conversation and you feel into it and you're like, oh, it is okay if I right. fail and I get a pie in the face because there is a, there's a self that is like, yeah, we can handle this. We can do this. Yeah, absolutely. What's amazing is, is that, you know, our different parts of our psyche that, you know, we don't like, we typically like demonize it. We mm -hmm. shove it away mm -hmm. and make it wrong and, and, and blame mm -hmm. it. So when we're sitting there having this like intimate, like connection with it, and you see like, okay, well, why are you doing this job you're doing? What are you afraid mm -hmm. of? And then you start to get that understanding and you're building that self depart relationship yeah. and you go, and then you thank it for trying to keep you safe. And you just watch that, mm -hmm. that, that melting, that like shock yes. also like, oh my God, no one's ever thanked me, you mm. know? Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like, even with the exiles, you know, they're like stuck in that one time period and that one thing just frozen. Mm -hmm. And so when they come out of it and then you're like there mm -hmm. and you're willing to hear them and you're willing to be right there in the fire yes. with them. Yes. And they're just like captivated and they're just like, all out. I, I just want a hug, you know, mm -hmm. cause that's all we, that's all we wanted was, we just wanted a hug and for someone to just. Mm -hmm. I don't know, hear us, see us. Mm -hmm. So we get to do that for ourselves. So I feel like IFS is really bringing us back to self-love. Oh my gosh, you're reading my mind. It's exactly it. That's exactly yeah. what it is. So many, totally. so many people are like, I don't know how to love myself. Yeah. This is the answer. This, you actually sit with yourself. each of these parts. Yeah, you're the, all the parts. Yeah. And you give them love and it takes skill right? and it takes time. It takes time and patience. Absolutely. Cause like mm -hmm. I've told you, you know, if you're like with this part and you're like, you know, I say, how do you feel towards this part? If you're like at this part, you know, it's like, yes, yeah, fine. Yeah, we're going we're, to get, we're going to go through this and we're just going to be authentic and honest and we'll get to that angry part. That's like F this part, you know? So we, we, it, it's a process. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it, you know, one of the most eye-opening thing at the beginning of IFS is like, for example, when I feel distracted or I feel foggy or I don't have any ideas, that's also a part. Yes. Yes. Like yeah. we're just like, Oh, or tired is a, or you blank out or you're like, Oh, wait, I can't remember what was going on. It's like, all right, well, let's look into that because that's a totally another part. That's like, hold on a minute. This is too much. We're going to close it down now. So mm -hmm. we have to get those parts to soften and give permission to allow the person yeah. to be there and to feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One thing that is coming to me, like this is so much of this is about self-leadership and personal power, really. Right. And that's, we can either be in a space of like playing different disempowered, you know, the victim or rescuer, the prosecutor, the martyr, whatever, 
And this is really just taking a step back. This is actually, for those of you guys who follow Dr. Hawkins' work, this is actually a way to go over 200 very, very quickly by just observing because a lot of these parts, their frequency is below 200 because the, the prideful ones, they're actually, those parts, they're actually protecting you from some shame and things like that, right? So yeah. it's like, you're like, how do I go below 200? Well, you or, or over 200. Well, you actually sit with all the parts that are, that are there. And the minute you sit with them, you're not them, right? right. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's so simple. It's like that. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you're willing. I know you have quite... Um, um, and trigger warning for everybody who is listening to this, um, we're going to be maybe, we might dive into suicide. So trigger warning for everybody who's listening. And if you can't handle it, I suggest that you stop listening now. But um, I would love for you to just dive into what was your story? How did you get into, uh, how did you get into this work? Well, I mean, essentially, when I was in eighth grade, I wanted to be a therapist because I went through mm. some pretty bad experiences with therapy when I was Mm -hmm. in a very uh, uh, abusive, um, very dysfunctional home. Mm -hmm. And I, after that experience, I, as you know, a middle schooler, I was like, I don't want anyone to ever have to feel like that. You know, I want to be able to help people to feel loved and nurtured. And I was just like, you know, Mm -hmm. I was young, but I wanted to ease the suffering of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so as life went on, (laughs) I just, uh, never was able to make it happen. You know, Mm -hmm. um, it's like when you grow up in a abusive, dysfunctional home, I mean, honestly, it almost seems like that's, what's going to follow you like your whole life. So, you know, I married a sociopath. I got pregnant, you know, as a teenager and, uh, you know. I before that ran away from the dysfunctional home and uh, Mm -hmm. went through a lot of trouble. And then then to get away from the sociopath, I, you know, got into the army, you know, I mean, so it's, it's been a a long time. I didn't know that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was a soldier. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I get to hear all this. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, Uh, so a long time later, it's like, um, I guess, you know, you have to go to your, your rock bottom, I suppose. And my, my rock bottom was, uh, my son that I was pregnant with when, uh, I was a teenager. Um, I didn't get to raise him. The last time I saw him was when he was three and it was really weird. Cause it's like, I tried really hard to get him back. And it was like every single time it was like the universe was like blocking it. And it was very, it was very noticeable. It was like block, block, no matter what I did, it was block. And I was just like, well, damn. Okay. So I, all of a sudden his grandmother got in touch with me and uh, eventually I started speaking with him and I got to meet him. Mm. And uh, when I met him, this was, he was uh, 18 and he was huge. He's like tall and beautiful. And I was like, God. (laughs) And, um, and he was really sick. He had schizophrenia and he was very delusional, really, really Mm. sick. And it was really hard for me to see that you always picture in your head, we're going to have this reunion and it's going to be great. Cause that was one of my biggest, uh, 
you know, drives in my life was I'm going to be Skylar's mom again. Mm. And so I got with him and he asked me something that was like the one thing I always wanted to do. You know, I always wanted to have him back. But at this point, he asked me to come live with him, come live with me. Wow. And I had to tell him no. And that was like, that was like, honestly, like one of the hardest things I've ever had to do was to tell him no. Um, he felt like he had nowhere else to turn because his grandparents were not the best of people. They definitely didn't uh, fill his head with the best supportive things growing up. And so we continued to have a relationship. I got him to be on, uh, you know, medication um, for a little bit after he got out of the hospital from attempting suicide. And um, I just tried to coach him through it and uh, spend time with him. And we'd fight and we'd fuss. It was, uh, you know, it was great. And Mm -hmm. uh, he told me that, uh, that I showed him what it was like to be loved. Mm. And I think I was just in shock. I didn't know how to respond to that. Um, But I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. So then he asked me again, if he could come and live with me and I had to tell him no. And he says, well, this is my, if I can't come live with you, I'm going to kill myself because I don't feel like I have any other choice. I didn't believe him. So six months after, exactly six months after I met him, he killed himself. He hung himself from a tree. Wow. Yeah. And I, I spiraled down into the deepest, darkest pits, if you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my husband telling me, please come back to us. Mm. I cannot yeah. even imagine. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it mm-hmm. was hard. And mm-hmm. uh, I knew I had to do something because I had three girls at home to take care of. Mm. And that's why I had to say no was because he was very sick and he was into drugs and he was into mm-hmm. sex. My stepdaughter was uh, 13 and a half and um, my other girls were younger. And I just felt like that uh, our ship yeah. would go with him you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh so I started trying to do talk therapy again and I went through the VA because it was a free service you know because you oh, you know our goodness. parts you know are like I yeah. have to use my benefits you know and uh <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and they right. couldn't hold they could not hold space no. for me or nothing it was like no so I finally looked into body talk that was the first thing it's my you know my my first modality I do mm-hmm. and uh I, mm-hmm. I I I felt like like you know I was in this dark tunnel and I and you're just like you're in tunnel vision all you can see is that that dark that goes you know like doc would say you know for ever you know yeah and then all of a sudden there's like this light that comes on in that mm-hmm. dark and mm-hmm. uh, I was like oh okay mm-hmm. and uh, I started to find my light again and mm-hmm. crawl out of that hole wow yeah and that's why I started to Purdue uh Purdue pursue uh energy work 
and from there, I just, uh, I found IFS, you know, it's like, I wanted, I wanted to find things that could cover all bases, you know, cause some people might prefer body talk and some people prefer IFS and some people mix it, but I wanted to mm-hmm. be able to offer whatever a person needs. Yes. 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 And to enjoy their life and not to survive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing the story with us. I think this just is a testament how powerful the work is. Yeah. But um, that one of the things about you, I don't know. And I, I just noticed like the, some of the most authentic people are either like former addicts or like have some really, really deep, like when just like all their illusions are like, fuck, I'm just like, just all the illusions just come apart and they're like rock bottom and they have to crawl out and just like build a solid foundation. One of the things that I really love about you that is so inspiring is that you're the, one of the most authentic people I know. And, you know, in terms of, in terms of like sitting with somebody, most people play the superiority thing in their practice. Like you come into their office and you never hear their story. You don't know anything about them. And there's just like, I have my stuff figured out and you don't. And like, (laughs) you know, and I would just like, you know, I I just kind of like woke up to that last year because I had a, I had like a feeling I had to do that too, because everybody does. And it like put me in a space of separation where I couldn't be friends with my Mm -hmm. clients. And I was like, well, this sucks, you know, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) where we can actually like have a conversation. And with you, I just felt so comfortable. It's like, you're very good at what you do and you're one of the most talented intuitive people because you've been there and you have done the work and you have like had to face like the darkest the saddest the most just heart-wrenching shame-filled experiences and all these parts that just you know and it's like that's just what you know and you just you just have I feel like you're one of those people who has no false pride who doesn't have a need to like show up a certain way and that for me is like one of the most important things when I work with somebody now I don't think I could work with uh you know like at this point I don't think I would even be drawn to somebody who plays the rescuer or whatever right so it's just such a beautiful thing so um let's see where do we go from here this is such a powerful conversation I did do the addictions thing though. So mm. I got that too under my belt. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an important experience. You know, I think so too. Absolutely. Cause honestly that experience really yeah. helped me to not be able to judge other people, exactly. you know, because I, I, I've been in there with the sewer rats, man, you know, and mm-hmm. I've hung out with every, kind of person that you would probably be very surprised you know that me I was hanging out with and so it's like I'm like I have I can't judge you mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's part of that it's just like drops the ego yep we're all the same you know we're we are. all we're all just same power same worthiness we just walk like we come into this life and we just have different paths that we walk in different experiences and I like this year I've come to like really just start coming home to God I guess and like realizing that last year was a shit show for me but 
as you know, because you you have been walking me out of that and through that, but um, but it's all by design too. Like the rock bottoms, the addictions, like everything. It's I feel like it's just all you know. In hindsight, we look at it and we see like yeah. Yeah, this this is this is why it had to happen because I couldn't see my way through it otherwise, unless it all just kind of came into like, yep, no more, no more. Like I'd have to like find my opening. And it's it's all just serving us in the best way possible. But it can be a lot easier if we do the work. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I I uh I have a I have a I have a client who she will go from one modality to another modality to another modality to another modality and but not stay long enough in order to you know Mm -hmm. progress in something and then she'll get upset and say well this doesn't work and this doesn't work well you don't know that that's why i tell people try a minimum of six sessions when you mm-hmm. do anything, you know, uh, for me, it's like either body talk or uh, IFS. And then after that sixth session, then make your decision as mm-hmm. to is this working for me? Does this, uh, you know, um, jive for me? You know, is this part of my frequency yeah. or whatever? Um, but just doing something once or twice. Um, or when you hit something that you're like, your system goes, oh no, and all the sirens go off and you're like, okay, next modality. And it's like, no, 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 exactly. that's, you got to stay with that. And at least, mm-hmm. you know, with these kinds of modalities, you have someone there that is walking right beside you and is like, here, take my hand, you know, I'm, I'm so, with you. Cause 100%, I mean, the stuff, yeah. yeah, the stuff that's coming up, let's say for anyone is, is, it's, you know, I can get something from it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not just for you. It's, it's, it's for me too. Cause this is like a joined journey, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad you touched on that because I have, you know, Lexi's godfather, which who I talk about sometimes he's been doing IFS for six years now. Okay. And it's one of the steady, steady things that you keep doing. And sometimes you do it on your own. Sometimes you do it with somebody else, which is, is just makes everything much easier. But, mm-hmm. but it's not one of those things. I, I feel like this is going to be my thing forever and ever, you know, because there's yeah. always going to be things that pop up. Absolutely. And it's not one of those, like, you know, I also did a lot of psychedelics last year and the year before. And um, sometimes there is like integration missing. And we lose our touch with self and then things don't get integrated. And, and then we go from retreat to retreat. And this is really incremental changes over time. And it's also really training to stay in self with capital S, right? It is right. like you come to a session once a week. It just keeps you in awareness. And especially for the entrepreneurs who are listening to this, like if you don't notice a part you can literally kill your business and i have been through that too many times now where a part took over that was traumatized and exile of like actual exile when we get criticized or we don't know how to handle it and well it just hits us and we can't receive feedback or something like that because it just is too wounding for us to even receive feedback so we just like shut down the program shut down the business do something else or things like that where it's like really easy like get on a call with somebody do the session 
and then you will see like oh it's just the resistance and mm. it's not real this out of alignment thing is not real and you heal through it and you're like oh okay like i have my yeah. business mojo back all of a sudden i feel i can you know i can just i got this and i got this and i can be back in business and like in my planning ceo leader mode and it just goes wonderfully so um yeah you realize that you're the one that built the walls and then you take one you know uh -huh. brick by brick one at a time off you know yes 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 so you know for people who want to who are might be feeling a little bit inspired when i get started with ifs how do they get in touch with you or what's the best way to get started you know that kind of thing well, um, one, you can, um, you can go, you can go on my website and, um, they'll have like, there's a section on there for like my services that shows like, uh, body talk and IFS and it gives like a, a, a link for like, learn more, you know, uh, from the founder of IFS. Um, and there's, uh, of course, tons of videos, um, but yeah, but you know, you'll probably have to put it on this because uh, my name's spelt really weird. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll Michelle, put the link. I'll put the com. link. And do you have like a link to book a first call on there? Um, I actually, um, if you email me, that's how uh, we book. So that's Michelle at bodytalkwithmichelle.com. So you can put that in there too. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that in there. And uh, yeah, I'll just tell you guys, it's like when it comes to like, price and effectiveness it's like michelle it's 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 really really good value what you get out of the sessions because it just goes a long way and it can literally like a single session and i've seen this i was just chatting with our friend dan just <laughs> like the kinds of like things that just in a single session it's like oof, it's yeah it's mind-blowing it's it mind-blowing but and at the same time you have to there's a lot of different parts and there's a lot of different things in life that show up like I could literally do a session every day if I could you know it's, it's <laughs> <so> beautiful <laughs> it's a beautiful work so anyway we'll put those links below and um yeah just really thankful thankful for the work that we're doing together so thankful for everything you do and I'm, thank you for being here and giving me the opportunity to introduce you to my people so thank I hope, I hope my people start working with you <laughs> and then we can talk great. about it. Cause I'm now yeah. like friends in my life and we can talk IFS and this part and that part and this exile and this protector. And it is just... fun when people understand parts language. It is kind of fun. Cause me and my husband will joke all the time, you know, yeah. parts language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially in relationships and in romantic mm. relationships, when you have that language and you all of a sudden have like, you know, subject to like all your, you know, all your flares and blow ups and whatever, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, that was a part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what we try to do. It doesn't work all the time, but I'll be like, okay, so a part of me was feeling like you mm -hmm. were judging me or something like that. So you learn how to speak from your part. I mean, for your parts, not mm -hmm. from them you know, mm -hmm. cool. exactly. Oh, that's really good. I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. so much for gracing us with your presence. And I'm, we have a session in two days, so <laughs> I might yes, be back on this podcast to share some things about that. <laughs> All right. Just trying to find the pause recording.
button. <laughs> Here we go. 